The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday in the Lenten season. We're looking at Mark chapter 8, verses 31 to 38, where Mark was inspired to write, Jesus then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. My dear friends in Christ, our reading for today, it's been telling us that what we as believing children of God will want to do is we'll want to listen to what the Word of God says, and that means really listen to what it says, not listen to it and pick out of it what we may want, but listen to it for what Jesus is really saying so that we don't get mixed up like, like the Apostle Peter, unfortunately, did. But God wants us to do more than just listen. Jesus said, blessed are those who hear the word of God and obey it. He's talking about the willingness of a true believer to follow also what the word of God has to say. To follow the guidelines, the directives, the loving rules that God has in his word. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. This is what Jesus is asking of and wanting from believers, from us believers. Unbelievers can't do what Jesus is talking about here until after the Holy Spirit would call them to faith, of course. But as believers, what Jesus wants us to do is to deny ourselves. That means that we deny that we possess any ability within ourselves apart from God to be able to save ourselves or to work our way to heaven. We can't do that. So we deny ourselves. We take up our cross. That means to accept the hardships and the troubles that are part of being a believing child of God, 
recognizing that we live in a sinful world and that's not going to be easy always for people who are believers to live in a world that is largely rejecting Christ. But then to take up your cross also is to, well, to, to believe in Jesus, to be proud and happy that we have the Savior who did pay for our sins. And then he says also, we'll want to follow the Savior. Follow him, follow his guidelines, follow his directives for us in our life, trusting that the way he leads us is always the way that's best for us and our eternal souls. At, at times, though, maybe often, maybe even most of the time, we maybe won't understand, won't be able to understand why God has things happen as they do in our lives. But then if we have our questions, if we have our problems, he wants us to search and study the scriptures all the more and then just simply trust in God and follow him without questioning his wisdom, knowing that, well, God says he's always doing what's best for us and our eternal souls. He's always concerned about getting us to our eternal home in heaven. God gives us the guidelines, the directives that he gives us in his word because he is concerned about our eternal souls. Jesus said, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. If we become so concerned about our earthly lives that our earthly life is of the greatest importance to us, then we likely we may end up losing our eternal life. But if in faith our earthly life is instead devoted to following Jesus, to living for him, then he says, God will graciously give us eternal life. Jesus says, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his own soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? These questions bring our Christian lives into perspective because if you think about it, a lot of times people go through this life saying, who am I, why am I here? And, well, the fact of the matter is, is that the Bible tells us who we are. We are people that God wants to be in heaven with him. And since we're people that God wants in heaven with him, well, I'm, I'm someone God wants that God loves, and, and if God wants me in heaven, and that's really what this life is all about, then that's going to be my priority in this life. We're here because God blesses us with opportunities to hear his word and to work on our hearts so that we can end up in heaven with him forever. So let's make listening to that word and to following Jesus the number one priority in our lives. But, but is it? Is God sometimes on the back burner or, or often on the back burner? Jesus said, if anyone is ashamed of me and my word in this adulterous and sinful generation, 
The Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Satan, the unbelieving world around us, and, and even our own sinful flesh, wants us to be ashamed of Jesus. He isn't the kind of savior or a king that this world would really want because he's the spiritual king that he is. But he is our savior from sin and our way to eternal life. He takes care of our real problem for us and may God build up and strengthen our faith so that we faithfully follow that savior throughout our lives. Oh, how often do young children or even teenagers hear their parents calling them or giving them chores to do, but then they just kind of ignore their parents and maybe they even say, I didn't hear you when you said that I should do my homework or I didn't hear you saying that I had these chores to do, to take out the garbage or, or to do the dishes. That's what they may say, but most of the time, mom and dad know that they really heard it. It's not good for a child. It's not good for them to ignore what mom and dad has to say. But tragically, what people can do is the same thing with regard to our God. Letting it go in, what, letting what God says go in one ear and out the other. But the fact remains that God's word will only steer us in the right direction. It will never mislead us. So let's not ignore or reject it. The, the result of, of, of ignoring or rejecting God's word, that is, can be really bad news. Instead, let's follow God's word and be so blessed. Jesus has told us about the the willingness of a true believer, well, to listen to the word of God, listen to what it really says, and to follow God, to listen to what he says, to follow him, to live as the believing children of God that we, by God's grace, have been called to be. May God help us so that we always want to follow him because He'll only lead us to our heavenly home with him forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, give me always a willingness to listen to your word so that the Holy Spirit can keep working on my heart so I trust in Jesus, not in myself, for heaven. I pray in Jesus, my Savior's name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.